Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Fat Lot of Good podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. I'm a comedian, a writer, and I'm half of the scummy mummies. I'm a happy fatty and a loud farter, and I'm absolutely thrilled, listener. I've got not one, but two amazing women in the house today. Welcome, Donna. Welcome, Evadne. Hello. 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 Now, um, I've been a huge fan of you both. Like, I love you both and what you do. And today we're doing a stylist special. Uh, these powerhouses make make magic. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you both to introduce yourselves and tell me a little bit about what you do. So I'll start with you, Evadne. Hello. Hello. You are Evadne. I am Evadne. <laughs> <laughs> and you are a mum that slays. I'm a mum that slays. I am trying to slay motherhood mm-hmm. and I have two kids. And I'm also a kids fashion stylist. Um, and yeah, about three years ago, I started a platform called Mums That Slay because I wanted to stop talking about the kids and start talking about the women and celebrating them. Unreal. <laughs> Donna, tell us about you, Sulky Doll Styling. Hello. Um, I'm Donna. I'm also a stylist, but I don't do children like Evadne. I think she's amazing for doing that. Um, I'm also mum. I have two children, one of whom hates me because she's 13, one of whom's seven and loves me just about and I do styling for mainly red carpet at the moment and celebs of which I've done you before oh yes I mean I'm not a celeb (laughs) anyway you you say lovely things so you're but you've done a little bit of strictly people lately is that right yes so um three because I have Gemma, the lovely Gemma Atkinson, who was on Strictly. And then through Gemma, I got her boyfriend and baby daddy, Gorka. And then through Gorka, I've also got Dr. Rand, who, of course, you know very well. Yes, I do. Love the Dr. Rand. So, <laughs> he loves you too. Oh, I mean, that, I that's the podcast Rand. done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, it is a, this is a body uh, podcast, but I was really keen to get um, you both in to talk about fashion and how we dress our bodies and how we feel about our bodies when we're when we're looking good or not looking good the case may be so can I start with you Avadni can you tell us about your relationship with your own body yeah I kind of I see my body in three parts uh the my body before I had children my body when I had after I had my son and then my body now after having two children (laughs) there are three stories three chapters uh so right now I'm getting used to this third chapter I am larger now than I was when I got home from the hospital with my daughter four year almost four years ago um and I'm 
I, it's been a, a process, but I've been learning how to love where I'm at right now. Um, and my main priority is I, I do want to and need to lose weight uh, just for my strength. And the kind of job I do is very physical. But when I go to the gym, I'm more focused on getting really strong and um, getting stress-free. So I actually really love my body. I particularly love my boobs because they filled out with motherhood. <laughs> And they're kind of perky from all my arm arm uh, lifting. So, You've got yeah. a great rack of that. <laughs> Thank you for sharing those. <laughs> I'm sorry this is only audio, but maybe we could add some some sort of visuals yeah. uh, on the Instagram website. Now, Donna, tell us about your relationship because I I've known Donna for a few years, and one of the things that you shared quite early on is about your relationship and how your body has changed quite dramatically, sort of in the last few years. Yeah, hugely. I mean, I have um, I have to work very, very, very hard to um to stay slim and it's something it's it's a lifestyle choice it's something that I do but um yeah I um I've you know been on a diet since I was 11 um and so I have a very interesting relationship with uh my body but I have kind of as I approach my 44th birthday I am coming to terms with who I am more and more but I think I've never met a woman who hasn't got a complex relationship with their body. I work with some celebrities who have bodies to die for and they, like me, have screenshots of Jennifer Lopez like on their, you know, for kind of inspiration or, or other people. So I just, I think it doesn't matter. I will look at somebody and go, crikey, you know, you to die for. And they're like, oh no, I've got this, I've got this. I think it's just, I think for, for us as women, it's the most important thing is that by... <sighs> Saying every day, I am beautiful, I am powerful, I am strong. The more you say that, the more you start to believe it. And I think it's that I am are the two most positive words in the world. And so sometimes I will say, oh, I am feeling fat today or I'm feeling this. And and that kind of sets up the day. So what you've got to do is kind of, it it is, it's the mind over matter. It's, It's very powerful. And I think the I am awesome is what we should all be saying when we look in the mirror. I mean, yes. I 100% believe in that. I'm currently having this very interesting treatment um, at the hospital twice a week for my eczema, which involves me standing completely naked in a box filled with UV lights for uh, 15 minutes. And, you know, I get in there and it's kind of mirrors in there. And I and this morning I looked at myself and I'm like, oh, a bit lumpy there, a bit of this and that. But I was like, my God, this body has done amazing things. Yeah. I've literally, I've carried two children with fibroids and all of that kind of stuff. And the physical aches and pains, you just don't understand why you've got them um, as you get older. But body's amazing Mm. and you have to literally speak out the words I start each day saying positive things because what you say you are I agree it has to be I am not I will be when I I lose weight I will be this it's I am right now this is me one of my um clients who has a phenomenal body is um, pregnant at the moment and her mum said something to her and it really resonated with her and she said loving your body when your when your body's in good shape or when you're happy with it is like loving your children when they're good mm. you uh, you love your children all the time yeah. they might do your head in on a regular basis Absolutely. and trust me my love's <laughs> running very thin by about 7 30 <laughs> but it it's it's still you have to love your body whatever however it is and like you say it's given you those amazing children and 
the other thing is that I've got something going on in my personal life at the moment and the phrase your health is your wealth oh my god until you have your health taken away from you you do not realize how powerful your health is so does it matter I am one of those women who spends 95% of their life trying to be 5% thinner but at the end of the day it doesn't matter health is your wealth and we've got to remember that bodies are they're just the vehicle Exactly right. And and you've mentioned your boobs, Evadne. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> which are fabulous. Which are fabulous. I have you got them. something that you really love about your body, Donna? Um, I, I think my waist. I like my waist because it's my thinnest part. <laughs> but also because... Like, Sorry, I'm just drinking coffee. <laughs> because I'm so short, like I used to have great boobs until I had children. And then, um, and I've, I've got, because I'm short, I've got short legs. But the one thing that kind of, even when I was kind of at my biggest, I still went in and out. And I think for me, that kind of having that really little waist for me is kind of what defines. So I always, I, I, in fact, today I'm not, but I usually wear a belt because that's like my way of saying, look, look at this part that's <laughs> tiny. <laughs> Now, as you're both, you know, people trust you to make them look better, whether it's children, your clients or whatever. How do you how do you convey that sort of positivity to your clients? I'll, I'll start with you, Evadne. Yeah, I mean, it's different with mine because it's children. Yeah. And so you're not talking about body confidence. But what I try to do is um, I think it's really important that children have a voice as well and being able to express themselves. Mm. So I want, I mean, it's some of the editorial shoots I do are really quite crazy mm. and there have been tears. It's, oh, I don't want to wear this and this is really weird. And no, I don't like sunglasses. <laughs> but when you do get that moment of them loving it and it being very different to what they're, they're used to, but them enjoying this new kind of exploration of their, their side, that's what I try to do is it's kind of like a collaborative thing rather than you must wear this and certainly with my children they both have a very distinct um, sense of styling my daughter is 100% going to be a fashion queen 100% I can tell she I took her to her first fashion show a couple of the weeks she's on the throw she grabbed my um, camera and only took pictures of things that she liked so <laughs> it's serious she's being brought up well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you Donna because um, I, I want to sort of get to one of the major events in your life was styling the Oscars wasn't it can you tell us about what that was like for you one of the major that was the biggest gig of my career um but thank you uh it was incredible um and I'll always be enormously grateful for it but it was also I mean I spoke to you about it at the time as you know but I, I it was also kind of quite upsetting on lots of levels because um it was the, the best opportunity I ever had it was a very small budget film and I literally had five people to dress for the Oscars. And um, I was being asked more and more to style more people. And it got to the point that I had to ask them, I had to ask the kind of person who was sending me them, what size are they? Because, and that was really upsetting, because if they were a size eight or a 10, which is sample size, it was no drama. If they were over a size 10, because in fashion, 12 is a plus size. What? Yeah. You know that. And so... <laughs> If they were over a size 12, it made my job much, much, much harder. And what I shouldn't have been, that shouldn't have been an issue for me. I should have been going, the more the bloody merrier. I couldn't be more thrilled to be taking you all to the red carpet. But it got to the point where I was saying to fashion PRs, am I going to have to sell a fucking kidney to get a dress over a size 12? It happens every year at the Oscars. I think it was BB Rex that talked about it at the Grammys this year. Um, 
and it was this, it, it's the same every award ceremony. It, lots and lots of designers do not want to see plus size, and by plus size I mean me, women mm. in their clothes. So Tess Halliday spoke has spoken yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. about this a lot. She is a plus size uh, model from America who was recently on the He's cover Cosmo. of Cosmopolitan, and she said, "Look, I just had She's to get." Amazing. She is divine, yeah. the most beautiful, beautiful woman. But she just she just had to order something. I think either from like little what's it called pretty little thing or something like that she said it cost her 150 bucks and she said because no one gave me a dress and it just it and it seems so ridiculous that we're in 2019 and that fat shaming and that designers don't want to see their their dresses on on bigger models but i i would argue that a size 12 it wouldn't even be classed as being having an abnormal, you know, or an out of no, range BMI. You yeah. know, you can be a size 12 and still have a BMI of 20, 20 something, you know? Yeah. So it's, 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 it's worse than that. It's almost like, um, it's not even fat shaming. It's kind of, it's an, it's a whole other level. It's like, you will conform to our standards. Yeah. You will have this body shape. And, you know, I'm not showing shade on other stylists, but how hard is it to style a size six beautiful celebrity when you've got every fashion house in the world saying, can I dress her? Mm. Versus you have a size 12 average woman and you're literally going to everybody going, please, 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 can I get your... The other thing is, is that there were some PRs who were really, really phenomenal. I need to mention them now. There's a guy called Ryan who was at Pop PR, and he literally went out of his way to find me dresses for these uh, for the women I had to... I had to style, but it really was like he was the minority. I had people kind of going, yeah, right, no, no. Because they, you know, and, and fashion PRs are in this situation where they then have to go to the designer or the brand and say, were you happy for this person? No. You know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They're either too old, they're too fat, or it's not big enough, you yeah, know? Yeah, I think, I mean, what I'm seeing in the, in the adult fashion industry, it is getting better on age, and it's kind of getting better on race mm-hmm. and, and that kind of inclusivity. But size, no, it's still the same. Like everyone needs to have very tall, very tiny yeah. body. I've got a friend who was modeling for Yves Saint Laurent. She's only 21 now. Her, her natural body is maybe an eight and she's six foot plus. And she was told she was too hippie and had to lose more weight and kind of put her foot down. And now she's on a baking degree and loving it and not modeling. And I mean, what can you do if you've got someone who's a teenager being told that she's too hippie? No, I mean, it's outrageous. It is. It's outrageous because you and I are both really passionate about fashion and how incredible and how empowering your image and fashion can be. Yeah. And we both see our roles as almost like there's a therapeutic part yeah. to our, yeah. our role. We've talked about, you know, I'm from mm. a therapy yeah. background. But when you come up against that, you really do yeah. want to say, what is wrong with you? I've like, been on photo shoots and you've gone into the bathroom after lunch and there's been sick in the sink. You and, know, and we and we, I think we Still. have a perception of change because I think a lot of us we now curate our Instagram feeds for people who inspire us, yeah. who are different, who are diverse. And it was really funny. I picked up a magazine which I haven't done for ages, and I was kind of almost shocked that there was just no diversity of sizes, color, backgrounds, all those sort of things. And I think it's, it's funny because we we now can yeah we can curate and we can block out images that yeah. we don't want to see anymore but that's still so present in the in the mainstream fashion 100% There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What changes would you like to see? You know, are there, are there, I mean, obviously there's still things that, you know, practically shit you both uh, about fashion, but you're both so passionate about what you do and the industry you're in. What, what changes would you both like to see? I think for me, I grew up watching fashion TV and I miss the days when designers were less worried about the money and the trends and what was going to sell and just felt really confident to make kind of put their flag in the sand and say that's what they stand for. I'm really bored of seeing everyone kind of dressing the same and that's why and one of the reasons I do Mums at Slay is I really want to celebrate individuality. So I think individuality in fashion can come not only with people feeling like they don't need to follow the trends and that coming from designers but it being much more inclusive. Mm. I want to see a rainbow of different people on the runways and attending the shows as well the people that work on sets there aren't many people that look like me in the kids fashion industry um so yeah just a lot more inclusivity and a celebration of everybody and not just a few it's still too elitist yeah and donna have you got sort of yeah, I mean, it's kind of similar to that in about diversity. I mean, a lot of what I do is for the red carpet. And the, the issue with the red carpet is people say that there's no diversity on the red carpet or that people look kind of homogenous and the same because of stylists. People have always had stylists. Even Cher had a bloody stylist back in the 70s. It has, it's not the stylist's fault. Well, the problem now is that there didn't used to be the same level of, not fat shaming, but trolling. So I have lots of clients who have phenomenal bodies who I'd like to push and like them to be braver, but they don't want to be braver because they don't want to appear on ASAP stylist page or what was she thinking page and those pages are run by tabloids and mm. you know magazines where people it's just a free-for-all where people can absolutely pick apart somebody's look and that didn't used to happen it didn't used to happen remember Björk oh, on the, on, I you was know, just thinking I that, mean, that like, dress yeah it was like I mean that that goes down in the annals yeah. of history she didn't care. But and she, more of that. We more, need more absolutely. of it. Yeah. But the problem is, is that there are people who are prepared to take those risks, but you've got the kind of machines around them, the publicists, their agents going, no, 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 we don't want the the publicity on this. or You know, but also they're kind of, they're, 
you know, I own it myself. I wouldn't want to wear something and have somebody say, oh my God, what the hell was she thinking? And I say to my clients, it's not you that will take the flack, it'll be me, because you'll never work with me again. But it's just, it's about having that trust. And some are starting to get slightly braver, but I think it is the fear of appearing on Daily Mail online with, you know, about 70 million people saying, what the hell was she thinking? Because I, I, I'm kind of like the opposite. I want, uh, you know, like Ellie and I wear our gold cat suits. Yeah. So I've never apologised for Yeah, you're unapologetic. How we, yeah, uh, and also we wear like vagina suits and things like that. And we want, we basically want attention, but also we have no fucks to give. Yes. And, and I, don't, I don't think that's going to change if we get any more sort of famous or no, whatever, doing this, so. the, the scummy mummy stuff. And we like that. And we like, we like that when we go out on stage, that's the first thing that people see is basically two women who've had two kids yeah. and it's funny I don't think I would have done that before I had the children <laughs> there you know and I don't think it's just about having children you go through any kind of major life change and you kind of go you know I fuck care. it I, there's worse there is worse things to worry about about whether my thighs are a size 16 or a size 12 or, or whatever um and do you think you know for you you're both mothers what was the kind of turning point for you both like is there because the image of mum or motherhood is is sort of, oh, you know, like, and a bit like celebrities, oh, downplay it, I'm just going to wear something yeah. sensible. I don't, you know, and you sort of lose a bit of yourself, really. You lose that sort of confidence because, A, you're fucking tired, and, B, you can't, you just don't have the time. What advice would you give to um, women out there who've sort of lost a bit of their sparkle? It's a tricky one. A, a lot of the people I work with do that. I think you do lose it a bit because you're knackered. But for me, it, at the time when I didn't care about my image was when I, in between my children, I talked to you about this before, I lost one in between mine. And I completely, it was absolutely kind of grief stricken and depressed. And I didn't care about what I looked like. So for me, um, actually, when I then went on to have a, another baby and he did not sleep until he was two, it was still, I was in a good place, even though I was knackered. So I still cared about what I looked like. I remember a woman once saying to me after I'd had my daughter, oh, I thought you were going to be like the rest of us once you had kids and not cared what you were. And here you are, like, still rocking up wearing. And it's like, it's like, my, my, thing I to know, say to I know, someone. I know. But I think she thought it was, I think she felt like it was a compliment like I was a, so two things your personality doesn't disappear with your placenta you still are who you are you're changed you're forever altered and there are societal viewpoints upon how a mother should dress definitely although I've spoken to friends who don't have children who are the same age and they say no it's just women of a certain age aren't allowed to dress a certain way but for me you 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 might lose your way a bit and there are practical things you know you can't rock up in Louboutins to the play park you know when you've got a child you can't do that you do I wear a lot more trainers and I wear a lot more flats but I'm still me I'm just a different version of me um but now I used to be a little bit kind of when I did the school run if I was wearing something that wasn't Bowdoin um but now um apologies to Bowdoin um but uh it's kind of I live in Winchester so it's basically sponsored by Bowdoin but I um I, I now I'm, I'm unapologetic about it if people look at me I kind of it I'm I'm cool with that now that that moves really nicely onto Mums at Slay mm -hmm. can you tell us a little bit more about that so um Mums at Slay I started that after I had my second daughter um because it wasn't that I stopped caring about my kids. It's just I really started caring about myself again. I started buying really nice lingerie the second time round, um, breastfeeding lingerie that was sexy and lacy and silky. 
Um, and I felt sexy and I felt super confident and I was really expressing myself in terms of how I was dressing. I was also really bored of seeing the same presentation of motherhood on Instagram. And clearly, you know, the, the saying was that mums don't need to look frumpy and can be stylish, but everyone looked the same. Mm. And I was like, but hang on, in my world, I've got mums covered in tattoos. I've got mums that don't have young children and have, you know, everyone was doing a really different kind of rocking it in their own way. And I wanted to start a movement where, again, in that kind of positive affirmation, when you say, I slay, some people find it really hard to say that, but looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, actually, I slay, I kick it. And so that's why in people putting mums that slay at the bottom of their Instagram post was really empowering them um, and building a community. And I think it's like over 30,000 people, over 30,000 posts since I started it. So yeah, the, it kind of grew organically. I share a lot of my style on there because I don't dress like other mums. I've got my own thing going on. I don't care if everyone's wearing the same pleated skirts mm. <laughs> I've got my own way you're, not in, you're not in the same eminence jumpsuit <laughs> I'm not and you know I and I understand that some people who lose their confidence and are like oh I, I want to feel fashionable again they might feel inspired and think if I wear that therefore I am fashionable mm -hmm. but um I, I'm I'm not about that I don't actually want to be wearing the same things as everyone else Well, I think I think we've solved all the world's problems. Uh, we're going to end the podcast with a bit of quick fire round, uh, as we like to end it here at Fat Lot of Good. So um, I'm going to start with you, Vadney. What makes you feel sexy? Uh, what makes me feel sexy is generally red lipstick. Mm -hmm. Makes me feel super sexy and matching underwear. <laughs> nice underwear. Good. I've been learning this from the Wicked Jade. You know, like. It's okay to not have... I do like big pants, mm -hmm. but when I've got something on like really, really sexy, really ornate, maybe a bit of caging going on and a red lipstick, whether anyone else knows what I've got on underneath or not, that makes me You're feel You're strutting your boss. stuff. Yeah. You've got your groove on. Oh, and like Prince. A... Prince music is oh, my yes. soundtrack <laughs> to feeling sexy. Red lipstick, matching <laughs> sets, Prince. And what about you, Donna? What makes you feel sexy? Um, so the underwear thing is good. I agree with Evadne on that because I, you know that whole thing about you should always dress like you're about to bump into your ex-boyfriend. I think you should always dress yes. like you're about to get run over by a bus and you see if I'm lying That's on that. That's my thing. If I'm lying on that silent witness thing, you know, with a pathologist, I'm going to be there in banging underwear, right? <laughs> so whatever I look like, they're going to go, Jesus, this girl, her underwear is good. <laughs> also, I have quite an unusual... The earth has lost an angel, <laughs> a sexy <laughs> angel. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> also, because I'm quite an unusual, like I have a very small back, but quite a big cup size, not that you can tell because they're down by my knees. So I have to wear Simone Pirel, which is an amazing French brand, very, very sexy, because um, I'm a 30E, which is a really weird size. Mm. So wearing sexy underwear makes me feel great, because I really think it's the silhouette, it's what you put on, and it also makes your clothes look better, depending on, you know, on what you're wearing. Um, uh, gold hoops, because I always have to be in, in some kind of bling, and bronzer, because I'm kind of olivey, and if I don't wear bronzer, I look slightly be dead oh all right i don't think so but you know own own your own 
feelings. Um, now, uh, what's your most favourite thing to put in your body? Gin. Excellent choice. <laughs> uh, have you got? Gin. You hate gin. I hate gin. I don't get the hype. Sorry. It's so I'm funny. Really it, sorry. It, it, gin has become I a feel thing. Like a bad mum. No, you <laughs> don't. You like don't. You don't. It's not a like... Brett on top thing. Like you're all right. You can still not like gin and be cool. <laughs> I I like gin, but I've discovered gin later in life. But one of the reasons, tragically, I like gin is because it's quite low calorie as well. So yeah, so <laughs> so you can drink twice I as much. That's what I would well, yeah, say. Or you have it with diet tonic, and it's basically carb free. So there you go. It is. It's <laughs> I love your honesty. Uh, <laughs> now, um, you both can share one of these. What's your most embarrassing body moment? What what's what has your body done that's made you laugh or or made you feel like ah? I well. Uh, my husband still hasn't told me if I pooed when I had my son seven That's years fine ago. As well. <laughs> yeah, he. I think I've put anything that happened before kids has gone way back in my brain. I can't actually remember. Yeah, but he still won't tell me. So I reckon I did a really big poo. But in general, <laughs> after you know, like breastfeeding, the rings, the pumping into a sink at a house party, that kind of thing. <laughs> it's just your body is kind of. Alive. It's just, it's just secretes. Like you're. Yeah. yeah. I, I, if anyone Things hasn't gone through out. pregnancy, I mean, there might be men listening. You get the sweats. There's all oh. sorts of crazy sweats that you get. Also, I mean, we're we're painting a lovely picture. It's all worth it. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, we're going into my favourite part of the podcast. Fat facts. So I'm going to share a a interesting fact about your body. Now, ladies, would you believe this, that your clitoris has 8,000 nerve endings, which is twice that of a penis? I knew that. Wow. Did you? I knew that. Oh, that makes me, I mean, I feel like I'm halfway there now just thinking about yeah, that. Yeah, that's a special place. And I think today we're recording the podcast uh, on International Women's Day, and I feel like, yes, we have a superpower. We have our... Our uh, our little love button there that uh, that that we have we enjoy sex more and, than men. And we we have better orgasms and we can have more orgasms. Like they're wiped out after one, whereas we can just just keep going. Just depending on who's there. Well, obviously. yeah, they've got I to mean, do the yeah. job right. But, yeah, you know we can <laughs> amen. Have, <laughs> <laughs> or we can just do ourselves. You know, true, I mean, true that. Exactly <laughs> true. That's right. Hall of Fat Fame. Who who inspires you? Who who are women or men that you both look up to? Ashley Graham. Yeah. I, I'm following her on Instagram purely and simply because whenever, and we all have them days where you might be not feeling great about yourself, I look at her and go, she just looks incredible. And she is unapologetic about it. And she is definitely, I know that she's white, but she's definitely moving stuff in the right direction. She's getting lots of campaigns. She's not just for plus size brands, not just like, you know, Marina Rinaldi. She's now doing Pretty Little Thing, but she's kind of, she's all over it. And she's, um, designers are now looking to dress her. I know she's beautiful as well, and that helps, but she's just, she is not a, a typical size model and the fact that she did that campaign for pretty little thing in swimwear rollerblading down venice beach jiggly thighs everything i was like all hail all hail yeah, that's pretty beautiful evadne um i i'm a big fan of michelle obama man yep. i remember when um 
she first got nominated and I was in New York and I went to Chinatown and bought a massive Michelle Obama shopper bag. I was never, you know, I was never really about Barack. I just adored her. Um, and in the sense of, you know, similar story of growing up in a kind of underprivileged background and just the, you know, she was bright and she had ambitious and she had her own thing going on. Um, and that has always inspired me in terms of her career and her style. But really, I think the people that inspire me are my friends. Um, and my husband says lovely things to me and all of that kind of stuff. But just spending time with my really good, like, sister friends, they inspire me. Excellent. And finally, to end this wonderful podcast, I don't want it to end. You guys are both amazing. Vatspiration. What, what's your mantras? What are your mantras, ladies? Um, I said this the other day on a shoot and the millennials said didn't know who I was talking about so I felt about 90 so my motto to live by is what would Elizabeth Taylor do and the answer is add more lipstick have a drink or just like marry a very attractive guy but um, so somebody was like who's Elizabeth Taylor you know like brilliant brilliant I'm 90 um, so I'm a Christian and, and most of my mantras kind of come from my faith so Really, for me, it's just about um, feeling enough um, and knowing that um, I deserve to be loved and I must love other people. Um, and so I think that's probably why I love doing Mums at Slay and just empowering other people to feel good and be nice and kind. Sorry, it's not very funny. No, but... it's not. I mean, no, <laughs> it's not. No, 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 that's not what I meant. <laughs> That is wonderful. Yeah. I think kindness and being nice is severely underrated. Like, uh, you know, I'm all about being a badass, but the best thing you can do is just be kind. I just, I start each day, I look out of the window, I say, wow, the world is so beautiful, it's abundant, and I'm going to be happy, kind, and calm. And that's it. <laughs> and sexy in your matching. And sexy. Sexy in your matching niggas. And a boss lady. <laughs> and hustle hard. And all of those. <laughs> all those amazing things. things. <laughs> well, my fabulous friends, my, my sisters in fashion, thank you very much. You've been a fucking delight. Thank you. You've been listening to the Fat Lot of Good podcast. It's been hosted by me, Helen Thorne. The producer is the incredible Maddie Hickish. And the music is by John Thorne. Thanks very much. Do subscribe and tell your friends all about it. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.